Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. Your host, Surreal Gerald Quinn. As I episode 896, it is 896. Uh, it was a mathematical error on my part. But I had myself ahead one episode and I actually recorded. So uh, apologies to all my math teachers over the course of my lifetime. It's not your fault. It's all, it's, it's all me on that one. But this is episode 896. We continue to look back at seasons one through three on the epic series Snowfall. This was, of course, uh, episode four, Trauma. Um, we see the fallout of some decisions that were made by some of our, our lead characters in particular, uh, Gustavo, Gustavo, um, Lucy, and Pedro, um, and also, of course, Franklin as well. Before we get into all of that, themes for this episode, this isn't for everyone. That was a quote that came from Abby. Drexler at the end of the episode, and this is, this is a quote that kind of stood that that kind of resonated throughout the course of the episode. We saw two characters who, frankly, right now this is not for them, and one of them had one of them had a choice, has a choice, and one of them did not. We'll talk more about that, especially with the deep dive uh, with uh, with the character Pedro. Uh, this episode, um, but before we get into the deep dive, this is probably. I would say one of the weaker episodes that I remember, to be perfectly honest with you. And I've been, again, loved the show all six seasons. Uh, there was no weak season. And I, I vaguely, I, I, there are no episodes that I can remember that really stood out to me that I just said, nah, this wasn't it. They, you know, they just, you know, and every, I mean, listen, you can go over the course. I don't care how great the show is. There's going to be one, a couple of episodes that kind of like, eh, not so much bad, but kind of like, okay, we're looking to, we're, we're using this episode to get to, a, to take us to a point to where it's going to be some payoff. I mean, you could, the season one of The Wire, I mean, season one of The Wire, uh, you could do a couple of episodes, but those episodes, you know, when you went back and looked, when you, they aged, but those episodes aged well. Uh, that was the difference. And that's why The Wire is The Wire. This episode did not age well, and I read, you know, going back, I don't, I remember this particular episode because it's again the Carvel episode where they, you know, obviously kill Carvel and and some, you know, some big things happened in this particular episode. So it wasn't the episode that just that was just boring. It just didn't the the pay it just it just didn't this episode just didn't hit, and it was kind of uh, you know, it maybe some of the the stuff that with Teddy wasn't as uh you know wasn't very clear in terms of what was going on with that but for whatever reason this episode uh i i look back now i watched the episode and this probably was one of the weaker episodes that i can remember um now a weak episode of snowfall is probably better than 75 70 percent of most uh, episodes of other television that's very good that's how great the show was but i but this what i would have to say that this was this was not a very good episode. My, uh, and looking back on it and watching it and rewatching it and, and rewatching it, still, you know, it has some enjoyable parts. But and then when you go back and read some of the stuff about this episode, they say then it makes sense. Like, hey, this in terms of some of the plot lines and some of the things that they, especially with the, with the, uh, there were a lot of problems with uh, with the direction that they were. Um, going in as far as uh Teddy's storyline and part people. And people 
a lot of reviews were saying about this episode that it, you know, that the first three episodes, there was a, a sense of, uh, there was a sense of that, that this episode could not hide the flaws, that the flaws of the first three episodes were kind of exposed in this particular, uh, this particular episode. Again, was not. It was, I thought it was a weak episode. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't, it wasn't unwatchable. But it, 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 it considering how what level this show got to um, throughout the course of the six seasons, this probably was one of the, the worst episodes if you were ranking uh, Snowfall episodes. Going to the deep dive, uh, Pedro, the character Pedro, who is of course Lucille's uh, brother, he. Had a rough episode. Now again, this actor, the guy that plays Pedro, was phenomenal. Um, but had a rough episode. Um, he was all over the place. Uh, he was un he was unhinged to say the least. You know, he's doing dumb shit like shooting a possum, mistaking it for a rat when they had a dead body in the trunk and they have cocaine and Lucille calls him out. We find out some stuff that we find out. What happened, what transpired with Lucille earlier on, you know, earlier during, uh, which we didn't see with the killing of Enrique, all that was clearly, that was clearly off screen. We saw the first scene of this, uh, of this show, of this episode where we see uh, the after, the aftermath of them, of Pedro, uh, of Gustavo, Lucia, Lucia, and Pedro killing Enrique. Uh, of course, the body, one of the bodyguards, one of the hitmen of uh, Romero uh, of the of the villain wave of family. To, of course, they want to take Romero off the get Romero off the asses and make it seem like Pedro, or excuse me, make it seem like Enrique was the one who uh, took the money. Um, but Pedro was Pedro was all over the place, uh, poked up, paranoid. Um, he goes out there. And he basically took, basically was talking to Pedro, excuse me, talking to Gustavo in front, basically in front of Lucille and almost whispering as if, I'm not sure that she heard what he said, but she wasn't within that. She wasn't, that. She, it's not like she was had left the house. Uh, they were in a safe house for the majority of, of the episode. Um, and, you know, instead of just being patient, you know, Pedro, again, is just, uh, it's just all over the place, and it wasn't just because of the coke. What we come to find out is, and but we, we kind of saw some breadcrumbs with this with, with, through the first couple of episodes. That episodes is the fact that Pedro really is not built for this life. He's not built for this life, but he has no choice. Had no choice because he was born into it. Unlike Franklin, who made a choice, Pedro had no choice. So. You know, he's a part of the way of family. He's part of the cartel. He's part of that, a part of, of all of that. But but unlike Lucille, he is not built for it. And he's clearly not been. It was, it was evident more so in this episode than any of the previous three episodes that he's not built for it. We'll see a scene later on in this in this uh, episode where, you know, Lucille gets in his ass uh, for how he handled himself uh, with the uh, with Enrique and that whole situation. And we kind of, you know, like I said, you kind of saw some breadcrumbs throughout the first three episodes. It wasn't evident, but you kind of saw, you know, Lucille as the one who was more, had a more of a criminal, more of a cartel type mindset, more of a, more of somebody who, you know, was in control or was in control and knew what they were doing versus Pedro, 
who kind of seems, you know, who, who kind of just seems like he's just was again, it's just a part of the family because he was born into the family. It, it kind of, I got some D'Angelo Barksdale vibes from Pedro. Be honest with you, like D'Angelo. No, we'll see it as the series plays along. You know, we'll see more. Uh, we'll see how. Uh, you know, we'll see Pedro's character and, and you know and how it plays out from that standpoint as a series as we go all go along and uh, continues with the, in the first couple seasons uh, as we continue following the show. But I got some D'Angelo Barksdale vibes from Pedro from the standpoint of just someone who just does not be, just did not belong in this world. Um, and he. Again, the actor in this game in this episode was brilliant. He doesn't look comfortable at all. He's even besides doing the coke, he is super paranoid. Um, just again, the the shooting of the possum was just insane. Like it, it was absolutely just insane considering what is at stake for them. And you know, they again they have a dead body and coke. They have a dead body in the trunk and cocaine in the house. With cocaine, it's like, like you're supposed to be laying, laying low. If it, you know, you're supposed to be doing the epitome of laying low, and 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 until until nightfall. But Pedro, again, the paranoia, the guilt, the just someone who's just not seemingly good in adverse situations, uh, kind of came out during this particular episode. Best scenes, Lucia, Lucia, Pedro, Gustavo. I don't know why I feel Gustavo and Oso. They're, they're actually the same person, Gustavo and Oso. But so this was, a, I, I love this opening scene. It shows you because we know that they killed Enrique, right? So they were successful in killing Enrique, but we don't at that point, at, of course, in the beginning, at this point, we don't know quite how it went down. So we know we know they killed Enrique. We know they were successful from that standpoint, but there's still some underneath tension between the three though, between the three of these characters, especially with Pedro and Lucia, that we will end up finding out about. But um, this was brilliant because I I must like we're gonna see a number of fights and killings over the course of this series. I think not showing the actual murder and not showing you know how it went down actually was beneficial for this particular scene. Um, and the actors again, all of them brought it as far as their facial expressions and you know you see pedro like i said unhinged you see lucio um angry and you see also also basically has the same face almost every scene and and that's it and the shout out to the actor not that that's not i'm not just i'm not knocking the actor but also kind of is like stone face not too hot not too cold kind of like you know always kind of like medium as far as his emotions. Rarely you see also unless he's, you know, rarely have we seen also in these first couple of episodes not have like that same uh, facial expression or that same other, or that same uh, uh, just just get, uh, be, unless he's again, in a fight or unless he gets considerably angry. But during this particular scene, all those three, three, these three characters seem to be in three different places as far as where what they were feeling, despite again being successful at uh killing the uh hitman Enrique. Brilliant scene, uh, excellent way to open, uh, it was an excellent way to open up the uh episode. 
uh, Lucia and Pedro. Um, this is when Lucia calls out Pedro um, for uh, for freezing up. So during during the killing of Enrique, uh, Lucio at so at certain at one point, Gustavo got must have got knocked out by Enrique for you know a couple of minutes or whatever, and Enrique is choking Lucio. Pedro has a knife, had, did have a knife, and she accuses uh, Pedro of freezing up while he while, while Enrique was choking him and Gustavo was luckily Gustavo, you know, she messages that Gustavo wakes up and saves her and kills or ends up killing Enrique while he sat while, you know, killing Enrique in essence saving her life. So that and she calls you know calls Pedro out for it. Um basically threatens to kill him if he, you know, fucks up the going back to, you know, fucks up the rest of the the uh the the mission or rest of the arrangement or she basically coaches him on what he's going to say to his father and how he's going to conduct himself when he gets when they get out the safe house so she at that point uh is in complete control and she at that point shows you like who is absolutely who is calling the shots here like you didn't believe beforehand i think they kind of showed it i think we kind of saw that in episode two um, or episode two and three, but in particular episode two, she's the one that is 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 running point here, and is the one who is in total is in control versus and and she and throughout the course of, and throughout the course of this uh episode, we saw we see a, we see why she's she's been hardened by life. Uh, watching her sister, they show a flashback of her. Watching her sister murdered by a Sicario, uh, uh, a Sicario member, um, under as she's waiting under her bed, as she's hiding under her bed, her sister, her seemingly older sister, is shot right in front of her. So she lost her soul, you know, years ago, like you know when she was a little girl. So we we understand why not too much is going to shake her up, and why she we get a sense of maybe why she is the way she is and. And why you know the kind of evilness that and the kind of you know the kind of cutthroat that she can be and how tough she is, but she calls Pedro out. Uh, basically, Trump. She basically punks Pedro in essence, and you know Pedro had no had no retort. Like it, like it clearly was true, and he did he acquiesced and did what he and did what Lucille Lucia told him to do. Franklin, Leon, and Carvel. So they find Carvel. They have a gun. Carvel, court, Carvel has taken the money and, in essence, you know, basically pimped out his ride uh, with with new rims, with a, a new, with a new rims and a car uh, that he spent most of the money that we're going to assume that he spent most of the money on. Um, he also done a lot of partying. They can't. They can't. They can't him. You know, after like the morning or afternoon after, uh, he had been partying with some women and with some other with some of his peoples. He's knocked out. He's either drugged up or drunk, if not both. He sees Leon and, and Franklin, but is obviously too weak to to even remotely do, do anything to them. Uh, he has a woman on top of her, on his lap, pushes her off, and tries to. I don't, say, I don't think he was coming after Franklin and Leon. He just gets up and just collapses immediately, and they proceed to uh, 
put him in the trunk, and then we see we see them um, drive him to uh, Avi's, and Avi basically says, "Hey, you know, what do you want me to do with this? Go get my money, and you know, go get my money, and and what have you." And now they are tasked with get rid of Carvel, um, get rid of Carvel, and uh, having to kill, having to kill him. And as they are, you know, Carvel almost, of course, breaks over, you know, breaks through the, the as they're riding to, you know, Alvy gives them the place to go in terms of the desert where to uh, to dig him, where to dig his grave. As they are making that that trip, they uh, Carvel almost breaks out of the seats. He uh, nearly breaks out of the seats uh, and, and grabs Franklin. They they have a chase. They, Franklin's able to stop the car. They have a chase. Franklin, uh, Leon shoots him, uh, but just wounds him, and they end up catching up with him. And it is Leon that ends up pulling the trigger, not Franklin, in terms of killing Carvel with two, with two shots, one shot to the chest, and presumably another shot to the head. I think Leon in this like so Franklin not is definitely without question it was intentional that Franklin does not pull the trigger because again I think the writers wanted to be careful about speeding up Franklin's ascension to becoming a, a killer. So again I've been, I've mentioned this beforehand. You've heard me mention it. You'll probably hear me mention it again, especially especially in season one about the baby steps, baby steps that Franklin has taken into turning into, you know, the Franklin that we end up seeing, uh, not so much, not so much in season six, but even, you know, even different, it'll be a different Franklin that you'll see in season three and even season two. Uh, this is still baby Franklin, so to speak. And he is not yet ready to kill someone. And we'll find out that he's not ready for this completely. He's not yet ready for this game. We'll find out where at the end of this episode. So and to me, I think it was important that Leon did pull that trigger. And also remember in the beginning of the episode, Franklin can't even shoot. No, not to say he wouldn't be able to shoot uh, a guy that's, you know, a six foot two hundred pound guy in essence that's sitting that's that's sitting still. But I think that, you know, that kind of him him at the beginning of the episode foreshadowed that he just was not ready in terms of to pull the trigger. So as as Leon earlier in the earlier scene, Franklin Leon uh, practice uh, Franklin's practice, you know, taking practice shots and he's missing tar- he's missing everything and you know, try Leon basically chastises him and they get into a little ruckus where uh Franklin gets hit with the gun and he snaps on Leon. But that just showed you that showed you alone that he was not ready. And uh, Leon pulls the trigger, kills Carvel. Uh, I also think Leon wanted to, in essence, prove his loyalty. Uh, not so much he has that over Franklin, but you know his loyalty towards Franklin uh, as a friend and as somebody who's going to be in it for the long haul. That was a major step that Leon took from that standpoint. Franklin, Avi. So Franklin and Leon, we sell sell the car back, and Franklin also. So Franklin also sells his bike back. So we're going to assume that he was able to get the majority of Avi's money as Avi did not complain when they got back to the house. Avi's entertaining a young uh, young lady who's probably, you know, a third of his age, not even half, right? 
obviously uh, or half his age, I should say, uh, you know, 20, 25 year old, and she's swimming naked in the pool. And um, she was in the earlier scene when Franklin and, and Leon popped up. Um, so obvious. So Franklin uh, gets obvious money. Uh, Avi tries to get Franklin three more keys, and Avi uh, Franklin was by himself. He wasn't with Leon this time. The second time, Franklin's by himself, and he basically tells uh, Avi, "I'm out." And Avi, you know, says, "Hey, I didn't think you were gonna make it this far." Uh, you know, and basically, you know, see you around. And as Franklin, as Franklin leaves, um, and Franklin uh, leaves leaves Abby's place. Now again, people have problem with, you know, him being able to walk away like that. Uh, look, I I don't I didn't have any, I didn't have a problem with that uh, from that standpoint. Like Abby, the bottom line is Abby didn't need Franklin. His debt was paid. Avi clearly didn't think Franklin was built for this, and at that point, at that moment, I don't think Franklin thought that he was built for that, built for this. So I, I don't, I know some of the reviews had a problem with that, saying it was too easy, too convenient that he could just walk out the drug game uh, like that. Um, I didn't have a problem with that scene myself. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Uh, at that, in this particular moment, at that particular time, Franklin. Is not built for it. He couldn't kill Carvel. He, you know, you see, you see him get his get his money taken taken away by Lenny and Ray Ray. We've seen him. Um, so, frankly, even though he's shown some of the, he's shown you some signs, some positive signs as far as being able to, you know, flip the money. But that was mainly that was because of Louis. So, you know, Franklin throughout the first couple of episodes was taking his lumps. And rightfully so, and um, you know, Avi says, "Hey, this ain't the same for everybody." So, I, I thought that, that that line was 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 apropos for the again for the entire um, episode. Uh, as far as the Teddy, and I didn't have it. I didn't have it on the best scenes, but I guess I could have put one of the scenes that in Nicaragua. Teddy goes to Nicaragua to uh, get his guns, or get at least get the. You know, get his where his guns are at, uh, Alejandro, and basically they uh, are able uh, to pack up to be able to get the coke, to get the drugs cooked, able to pack up the drugs. Uh, they find out that they have a a spy in terms in terms of like a ten year old boy who's used a transistor radio to for the for their enemies, and that their enemies have been flying over helicopters. Uh, we find out. Alejandro, we find Alejandro's wife. Alejandro has a wife who's in the who's in the army, or a part of their uh, part of their you know a, a part of their operation. She kills the young she kills the young boy, saying that we could and as Teddy you know saying hey he's just a kid. Teddy was able to recognize that that the kid was asking too many questions, so Teddy was able to recognize that the boy is probably working for the other other side, which explained the radio and you know he, he was. It was a dead giveaway to Teddy because of how many questions he was asking and, and types of questions that he, that he was asking Teddy. So Teddy, um, so again, Teddy goes down to Nicaragua and uh, because of the lack of help that um, that they had to to make the coke and process it, it took longer uh, than Teddy liked. 
than Teddy would would want it, but that you know that's where they're at right now. So I can see. I mean, that, listen, that storyline that is a very complicated and layered storyline to just toss in when you are trying to push the Samson Ildris Franklin Saint, which is the main storyline. Is a very I can see why people are frustrated at the beginning. You had you had to be patient with that storyline with the CIA. Uh, bringing crack or cocaine into the United States and and that whole deal. That's a very that's just not a a a that is not a storyline that that just has a lot of layers to it. That could be a a, a show itself. That storyline with Teddy. So is something that in the beginning was I want was not was borderline vague, but it would take a it will take it's going to take a while. For that to process, uh, for that to process, uh, first couple episodes is kind of like okay. It seems like we just we know Teddy's a part of this three let three story act with Franklin, Teddy, and Gustavo. He's a part of it, but right as of the first four episodes, Teddy's part of the story is probably the least most it had was probably the least most interesting to be honest with you. Because at that time, because we just didn't have all the information, uh, not, not enough information versus Franklin, the development of his character, and versus also and seeing him being getting to possibly be a part of this uh, cartel family. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of, oh, my fault, almost. MVP was Pedro. Uh, the actor that played Pedro, again, conflicted, a lack of identity. Completely looks lost in this world. The actor was, uh, I think, the actor was phenomenal. Um, his, the amount of guilt that he felt throughout the course of his episode, the amount of just guilt, embarrassment, feeling basically feeling less than a criminal. And that's what, in essence, he felt like. That's very insecure, very just came, came off as insecure, weak. And uh, I thought the actor played it to a, played that, played that up to a T. Um, so Pedro is the MVP of the episode. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I will see you next time. Have a great rest of your evening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.